Hello and welcome to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Rhys and today uh, it is the 15th episode of the Coronavirus Updates section of the Politics Unboxed podcast. It is Friday the 27th of March as I record this. It's getting a little bit harder to keep track of what, what day of the week it actually is, especially as weekends and weekdays now all seem to mould into one. But um, there have been some fairly big news um, in the last day and a bit. Um, mainly coming out of the US and the UK. Coming out of the United Kingdom... We have some news on some high-profile cases of COVID-19. So, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Boris Johnson, the Member of Parliament for Uxbridge and South Ryslip, has tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, he has tested positive. He is going to be self-isolating in Downing Street and has said he experienced mild symptoms over the last 24 hours. They have been a temperature and a cough um, he said it is not uh, in any way going to stop him from leading the government's response to um, to this coronavirus outbreak. Because obviously they'll be all done on video conferencing from now on, or as they have been for the last few weeks, I would imagine, in terms of these cabinet meetings and high-level discussions. Alongside the Prime Minister, the Health Secretary, Matt Hancock... Um, obviously the the nominal head of the National Health Service, um, has also tested positive for COVID-19. And England's chief medical officer, Professor Chris Whitty, also has symptoms. All three, I believe, are self-isolating. In fact, definitely the Prime Minister and the Health Secretary. Um, this means that Boris Johnson is not going to be able to be leading the government coronavirus news conferences. Uh, today's one was led by the Cabinet Office Minister, Michael Gove. Um, it also means Professor Chris Whitty will probably not be in any of those news conferences, uh, despite being on the new advert about staying at home, coming from the medical side of government. Um so, as I said that Michael Gove led the coronavirus news conference from uh, Downing Street today, seems only fair to go and have a look at what was actually said. Um, he was alongside the Deputy CMO, or Chief Medical Officer, uh, Dr Jenny Harries. That's uh, Professor Chris Whitty's second in command in terms of the uh, the Chief Medical Officer and the hierarchy there. And the Chief Executive of the National Health Service, Simon Stevens. So, three of them. They announced plans to begin sort of a mass testing program of all health service staff. Uh, it will begin in critical care teams and starting uh, on sort of Monday of next week. Um, so that would be what the 30th of March. Uh, it says it will be later expanded to cover social care staff too. This will be anti-gen testing, so not the antibody test to see if you have... Um, uh, immunity or developed immunity from having previously had the disease but uh, this will be actually testing whether people currently have the disease so that health and social care workers can uh, return to work if their test is negative uh, 
Mr. Stevens, uh, Simon Stevens, uh, again, the chief executive of the National Health Service, said the number of tests being done by the end of next week would be double today's tests. Um, Today's tests, I'm not quite sure, but they are somewhere around 7,000 or 8,000 a day. Those government targets on tests, about 25,000 a day to be done by the end of April, uh, they seem to be drastically far behind in terms of the relative numbers across the world. Places like South Korea, again, they're well over um, double our tests, and Germany doing 500,000 tests in a week. That is um, quite a level of disparity, and it seems that Britain are right at the bottom of the tests from those people who've made tests their top priorities, or those countries that have made tests their top priorities. Um, There are also going to be two further field hospitals. So similar to the new NHS Nightingale Hospital, which is being um, sort of installed at the XL Centre there in East London, there will be field hospitals in Birmingham and Manchester, and that there will be others to follow these three. Again, that will be announced uh, announced by Michael Gove. He is the Chancellor of the Duchy of Lancaster and the Cabinet Office Minister. Um, fairly high-profile roles in government and of course he was the minister for no deal so he's right there at the center of government um mr gove has also said that the public response to the restrictions um sort of the the lockdown the restrictions on movement has been fantastic uh, praising the british people's response saying the national solidarity being shown in the fight against this disease uh, was as i said fantastic he says, however, in a little downturn at the end of the press conference, scientific analysis is suggesting the rate of infection has been doubling every three to four days, which is not what we want to hear. Uh, but that adhering to the strict social distancing rules would help to reduce the pressure on the National Health Service. Um, in terms of the various high-profile cases, obviously Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, um, Boris Johnson is thought to be the first world leader to announce they have the coronavirus. They're certainly the first Western leader. Um, it is very difficult to see how he will be as effective at leading the um, the fight against coronavirus, but he will definitely still want to try and have some sort of role. I'm sure he will be able to uh, use some sort of video chat website to try and uh, to try and make sure he is still conducting uh, whatever whatever roles he is currently in the fight against COVID-19. Um, the first Secretary of State and Foreign Secretary, Dominic Raab, uh, is probably going to step into a few of those roles as he is the de facto Deputy Prime Minister in this administration. Um, one um, real note of, of concern about the people around Boris Johnson is his pregnant fiance Carrie Simmons. She is self-isolating, but it is not known if they are living together. Um, pregnant women recently categorised as part of the higher risk group. They are advised to be particularly stringent when following social distancing advice. Um, they are put in the same category as those very vulnerable. Uh, the good thing is, for the royal family, uh, Boris Johnson uh, last saw the Queen more than two weeks ago on the 11th of March, which means that had he uh, had it then, and had he passed anything on to her then, it would have uh, come out of its 14-day incubation period by now. So despite Prince Charles having tested positive earlier in the week, 
Um, the Queen still not looking like she has contracted it. There are many uh, members of Parliament who are self-isolating, who maybe haven't had the, the testing done yet. There are also uh, many politicians around the world who have uh, COVID-19. Uh, all of them are expected to recover swiftly and be back in their roles soon. So that is basically it from the UK press conference and UK political news. Just run through some other um, there are other uh, developments that have been going on in the last day or so from the United Kingdom. Police forces in England and Wales are going to introduce fines for people ignoring the coronavirus restriction guidance. Um, those fines anywhere up to £1,000 under the uh, emergency legislation. Sir Patrick Vallance, the UK's chief scientific advisor, says he expects the number of COVID-19 cases to increase over the next two to three weeks and then start to gradually decrease. Um, in terms of prisons, 27 prisoners in 14 prisons have tested positive, which may lead to some calls for mass release, as has happened in several other countries. Um, the volunteers for the National Health Service have reached 700,000 people. The target of, of 250,000 that was originally set by the government has been absolutely obliterated um, the target has since been raised to 750,000, so only 50,000 more to go to reach that revised target. Um, online shoppers on Tesco's will have the deliveries capped at 80 items from now on, and while supermarkets will use a government database of 1.5 million vulnerable shoppers in England to help prioritise the delivery slots. That is essentially it from the United Kingdom now, so it's time to turn our attention to America, which uh, in recent days has had, or rather uh, in the last 24, 36 hours, has had a very unwanted accolade attached to it. Um, America is now the worst affected in terms of infections, or in terms of positive tests, uh, it is the worst affected country from coronavirus. It has had 86,000 positive tests uh, and that number uh, was uh, an hour ago or so, uh, and that is more than 86,000 positive tests. Those tests have led to uh, eight temporary hospitals being built in New York or being uh, adapted in New York. That's the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, I'm saying that. 519 people have died in that state. That's the worst hit state in America, and... Um, Nearly half of the confirmed cases, in fact over half, at 44,635 of the 86,000 and more confirmed cases of COVID-19 in America are in um, in New York. So, today what has happened? Well, that $2 trillion stimulus package that passed the Senate uh, yesterday or the day before has passed the House of representatives it was passed by a voice vote which uh, just shows that it was not even close it's designed to pay directly to individuals and companies who have had their um, their livelihoods and their businesses really really seriously disrupted from uh, or as a result of this uh, of this coronavirus outbreak um America seems to be slowly getting on top of it. It's notable that the 
the the noise coming out of America originally was this is just flu and they kept with that line for a long time but ever since ever since it became uh, a real problem in America they have really turned on all the taps Donald Trump using uh, some of the wartime powers to enforce uh, manufacturers to make whatever the um, the government wants them to make and various other steps being taken and now Congress passing this law. Um, this bill, again, it delivers $1,200 payments to every single American earning less than $75,000 a year and $500 to the parents of every child. Uh, it was nearly delayed by one lawmaker who wanted all lawmakers to go back to Washington for an in-person vote, but it got through, and now the money, um, along with uh, any money going to state governments and boosting the unemployment benefits program, um, will be arriving in people's paychecks uh, sooner rather than later. In other global news, Italy is back in the headlines for another unwanted reason. Italy's death toll has risen by more than 900 uh, over the last 24 hours. This is believed to be the sharpest rise in fatalities of any country. It's believed to be the worst day uh, of confirmed COVID-19 deaths in any individual nation across the world. Um, just when Italy looked like it was going to be getting some sort of a handle on this uh, scenario, on this outbreak, um, it looks like it is slipping back towards um, a really dire situation in Italy. Um, we had been hoping that um, that there would be a recovery on the way from Italy, that their measures of quarantine would be uh, more effective, but unfortunately it does not look like that has been happening. There have been 969 deaths in the last 24 hours. The total deaths in Italy now over 9,000 uh, and 66,414 uh, positive COVID-19 cases, making Italy the worst affected country in the world still by uh, the number of deaths. Finally, and this is the very last thing I'm going to talk about, uh, finally, this is uh, going on in India. Um, apparently, the northern state of Punjab have quarantined, quarantined sorry, 40,000 residents from 20 villages following a coronavirus outbreak linked to just one man. A 70-year-old man who had ignored advice to self-quarantine after returning from a trip to Italy and Germany, uh, travelled around the Punjab and uh, only realised that uh, they had coronavirus after their death. Uh, so they actually never knew. A week after his death, 19 of his relatives have tested positive and around 550 people have come into direct contact with him and are displaying symptoms. So this is just another reason why India will feel justified in declaring a 21-day lockdown um, started a couple of days ago and why people should really be following social distancing and social isolation 
procedures. Uh, it only takes one man to lock down 40,000 people. Well, that is the evidence coming out of northern India. Right then, that is all the time I have for today. I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the coronavirus updates section of the Politics Unboxed podcast. Um, stay safe, and I hope to see you around soon for the next one. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.